How to Measure Faith Matt 17.20 And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Faith is generally considered to be ephemeral. Most people liken it to something akin to consciousness. We see the impact of faith and we think we have it as a Christian, but it is never considered to be anything that can be quantified or measured. Faith is something that has to be taken on faith. Yet, we measure electrical current and gravity and weight. Admittedly, we are not measuring the actuality when we measure these things. We claim physical things are real, but when we measure them it is more akin to measuring something like intelligence using an IQ test. The measure of mass and electrical current is not the actuality. We measure the influence these things have on the measuring apparatus. A force is something that can be observed by its impact on something that can be impacted in a graduated way. But what can be observed is in fact as ethereal as what we measure. Reality only seems real because it impacts us. Humans are not the true test of what is real. What we consider real is subjective. We have to run an observation through more reliable testing equipment than the human psych, which can be easily fooled and cannot be calibrated for accuracy. To determine what is real, we test to see if a calibrated instrument is impacted by something that is seen only by its ability to influence a gauge. How is faith different from gravity? We have a way to measure the activity of gravity. We have not devised a tool by which faith can be ascertained. Gravity is real because we can measure gravity. We can observe how gravity impacts falling bodies. But therein is the irony. Gravity would not exist were it not for a body at rest. Gravity is the motion of a smaller body relative to an artificially posited stationary body, ergo, the Earth. Without the artificial and subjective notion of moving towards, gravity would cease to exist. The smaller mass always moves towards the larger mass at a predictable rate. Were the Earth accelerating away from all smaller bodies, the falling body would no longer be attracted but repelled. If everything moved away from everything else, Gravity would be a repulsive force rather than an attractant force. Gravity is no more real and no better known than faith. The only difference is we can measure the one and not the other. How we see and measure things is how we turn things into quantities or numbers. The quantification of things makes them real. The speed of a projectile is defined by our measure of speed. There is nothing objective about miles per hour or meters per second. But the fact that we can measure how fast two different cars move gives us a way to objectively determine which car was traveling the fastest for a given period of time. Time is an artificial way of measuring duration. We can measure days and years, but these are not precise measures, but the frequency at which a quartz crystal vibrates is. Periodic oscillations occupy a duration and can be utilized as a measure of time. The length of a day can be given precision as can a year by expressing these durations as units of time extrapolated from the vibrational frequency of quartz crystals or other atomic clocks. By creating artificial measures of things, 
we can impose objectivity on non-standard events. The subjectivity of time gives duration and objectivity it would not otherwise have. There is nothing more subjective than quantity and numbers. The movement of a dial gives us a corollary of our weight. Our weight is not objective, but the existence of a scale calibrated in a totally artificial manner produces an objective way to determine weight. But the foundation on which the scale is based is subjective and artificial. But what measurable impact represents trust? Secularists discount the importance of faith because we are not able to quantify it. Despite their claims concerning their commitment to materialism, when we look at what they believe in, it is what can be quantified. When challenged about the nature of reality most materialists respond with a suggestion those who doubt reality is physical ought to walk off the side of a tall building. Little knowing that if the building was moving away a person would float upwards, not downwards. Mass and therefore gravity is inversely related to the relative motion of the bodies. Only when the bodies are at rest, relative to one another, is gravity real. If gravity did not exist nothing visible would be missing. It would be just the behavior of bodies at rest that would be visibly impacted. The same applies to faith. If we had no faith, relationships would not exist. If we did not trust others, we would be subsistence hunter-slash-gatherers. We would resort to self-reliance. But even the most primitive of peoples trust their parents and for the most part, their spouse. We are forced to trust a small number of people. Usually this is an extended family or totem group, if for no other reason or purpose than survival. The individual does not do well, alone. Because we have trust in another person or small group, we engage with them. To some degree relative to our level of faith, we support them and they support us. In environments of mistrust, a subsistence lifestyle is maintained. We want the support of our tribal group and they want our support. But if there are disparities of wealth mistrust increases. If we have more than our fellow man, they will begin to calculate if our value alive is greater than our value to them dead. If we have no more than our neighbors, there will be little benefit to rob us. Our ability to fight and help our fellow tribesmen is greater than our asset value dead. Were we to create a large surplus of food, when our neighbors had insufficient supplies, there would be incentive for them to join together in robbing us of what we had, unless we were empathetic and shared our surplus with them? This restores equity within the tribe. But this suggests faith is already being measured by the level of engagement we have with others. Those with low faith engage little. Those with great faith engage much. Even to have faith in God is meaningless if we do not have faith in those who profess faith in God. We have focused on our faith as our degree of allegiance to God without thinking what this really entails. To have works without faith is to do works in mistrust. Works without faith require some form of insurance against theft or deceit. We do not trust those who do not trust God, but if we do not have faith in God, how are we to have faith in man? As a Christian who believes in God and the Great Commission, what is your opinion of a recluse who leaves the world to seclude himself in a monastery to dwell upon the teachings of Scripture? 
What of the missionary who goes out into the world and spends his life ministering to the sick and needy and gives little thought to exegesis or spiritual matters? Scripture tells us that we are known by our fruit. But surely our works are not our actions, but the outcome of our actions. Our fruit is not our branch, but the fruit the branch brings forth. According to the Gospels, without being grafted onto Christ our branch will remain without fruit. But if we cannot have two masters, how do we graft onto Christ while attached to the root of the state? The measure of our faith is the measure of our mission. If we continue our simile, the economy of the state is the blood of the secular world. The mission of the church is to graft itself onto the root of the saving grace of Christ. In this way of thinking the church is an economy separate from that of the secular economy. The church is an alternative way of living divorced from the institutions of the world. We are to exclude ourselves from the world, we are to do missions work, but it is done within the church to build up the church. If we can measure the success of this world in expanding and furthering its jurisdictions, we can do the same in the church. But we must separate and not exist simply as a liability of the state. The church is not a creation of the state nor the property of the state. Our mission as Christians must divide church from state and to institute a set of accounts divorced from those of the state. We are a people set apart. Our faith makes it so. We need to have faith in each other to truly claim faith in the power of Almighty God.